a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Alpine Stars Protects on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,000 podcasts delivered with over 7 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out and donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by Alpine Stars and Maxis. Thank you for listening. I'm Steve Mathis. Thanks to Fly Racing for making this happen. Flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. Whatever you need for your bike or body, flyracing.com has you covered. And they support Blake Baggett, who just won his first 450 Supercross Championship. Good job, Blake. Running Fly Racing Orange. Um, I think it was Light Hydrogen stuff. And thanks to Blake Baggett and Fly Racing. Uh, please check them out on the web, flyracing.com. Also to uh, Alpine Stars. Simple, Simply put, they protect, whether it's a Tech 7, the Tech 10, the A4, Chess Pro, or the Bionic Neck support system. Alpine Stars uh, quality is... Uh, not surpassed at all. And uh, great guys, Alpine Stars Protects. You know their name. You know their product they make and how well it fits and how well they work and how well it protects. Also, too, thanks to Maxis, the MXST tire is out now, run by the cat. AJ Cantanzaro is running Maxis right now in Supercross and uh, developed by Jeremy McGrath, as I said. MXST tires, uh, Kiefer reviewed them. Like them. So if you're in a market for a set of tires uh, for your dirt bike or for your mountain bike, they make killer stuff for mountain bikes, please check out Maxis.com. All right, let's get into the podcast with Vince Freeze. All right, with me on the line, as promised, from uh, Smart Top uh, Racing Honda MCR, it is uh, Bullfrog Sprouts, I guess you should say. Vince Freeze, what's up, Vince? How are you, man? What's going on? I'm good. How about you? I'm good, man. Thank you for doing this. Appreciate it. So... We're two rounds in. Um, you got 12th in a weekend with a crash, but you were top five for maybe half the race. Uh, uh, Anaheim 1 was a bit sloppy for you, but you finished just outside the top 10. But overall, I think you got to be happy with your start. Um, are you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the results aren't aren't ideal. Like, on paper, if I would have looked at it, I wouldn't be happy. But, yeah, like you said, the riding has been good. Um, this weekend was kind of almost like the real Anaheim 1 because – yeah. One was a mud mud race for a main event. So, uh-huh. and then even this weekend's main event was kind of interrupted there. You know, with you know we sat there for a while, and I think the race was even cut a little short because of that. But, um, yeah, with the red flag and everything. So yeah, I mean, I was happy with my riding this week. The heat was good. Mm-hmm. Um, main event, main event, my everything was good. Just one little mistake, really. I mean. Like Genova said, he's like, man, you were down for like five seconds and you lost ten positions. Like, there's <laughs> so many fast guys and that go by so quick. Like, they they just don't stop coming by. But yeah, um, yeah, my riding riding's been good. I'm happy with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to these next few. You know, so 
kind of really see what I can do. Um, now you've been riding with Mookie, obviously in the off season, and he got he's injured now. He'll be out for a while. But what was it like in the off season for you riding with him? What did you guys work on? Um, he's probably got you covered in raw speed. You were probably in better shape than him to start and more consistent. Uh, so did you guys kind of try to emulate each other's strengths? I would imagine. Um, maybe a little bit. He got it was kind of just us pushing each other. You know, uh-huh. like we'd get there and like, all right, these are the motives that we're doing and. Let's go. Like, you know, we'd maybe do our sprints or whatever, see who's a little quicker or slower and decide who's going first or second and just push each other. You know, there'd be days where he's better than me, days where I'm better than him. Usually he would he would beat me out, you know, more often than not, but mm-hmm. I had my days. And, yep. um, yeah, I mean, I, I think for me I was trying to emulate some stuff he was doing. Him, he was just, you know, I think I was just a good benchmark for him. You know, <laughs> if he was off a little bit one day, he would he would know it because I would beat him, you know, and um but for me yeah it's like it's it's kind of cool it's getting to ride with probably the most talented guy the guy with the best bike skills every day so i'm seeing that and i'm learning from it and um yeah i mean if he you definitely pick up from that whether you're you're trying to or not i think you pick up on it. it's kind of like how everybody picked up on james stewart's riding style mm-hmm. you know 10 years ago or whatever now you see every every kid at every local track is doing the scrub and doing all these things and makes you faster you know it's, yeah it's, it's good for you were you in awe sometimes of the things that guy can do on a motorcycle yeah some days <laughs> it was kind of i had to it was hard not to let let it kind of like get me down sometimes, right to be honest like he, he can do some stuff that i'm just like i'm not doing that you know like i can't do that i'm not gonna try it whatever right and i gotta i gotta beat him in, in other ways you know if i'm gonna if i'm gonna do it so right um but it was cool as a fan it's it's cool to see yeah. there every day and you know so now you got to work on getting a new partner brayton will be going back east at some point um so you got to get a new riding partner you got to get somebody to keep pushing you a little worried about that or do you have a sort of a backup plan or do you have some some idea what you want to do from now from here on out without having uh mookie around uh no i think i'm I'm good right now I, i'm uh i'm in a good spot i got 22 or 21 riding partners every saturday that that, that pushed me pretty hard so mm-hmm. um you know i only ride a couple of days during the week anyways to kind of maintain or maybe go try a few little tweaks with the bike if if you know we find something we need to work on stuff like that and um yeah let let, let the weekends be whenever i try to try to push and build a little bit sure um man yeah you're riding well right now um how much has Brayton helped you? This is the second year with him, uh, third year with him on the team. Um, how much has he helped you with in the whoops and bike setup? I know I talked to Justin a few times, and he said that he he, he thought your settings were, were pretty far off from where you needed to be for your speed and for getting through whoops, and he told me he helped you a little bit with that, and you, you've said that to me too in interviews. But how much has JB helped you bike setup-wise and technique-wise? Man, a ton. Um, a lot of it I can't even really put into words, man. Just the the whole way he goes about what he what he does is, mm-hmm. you know, I've learned a lot from him. Um, and then bike setup wise, yeah, that's kind of a big part of why um, Genova and Tony pushed me to to get on the show so much this year. Or, or we, you know, they, you know, they made that change for mm-hmm. me because they they could see that hey, Brayton's got this stuff that's working like this, and and he's trying to help Vince with his stuff, but it's just totally different stuff let's put him on something comparable to what you know and and now jb can watch my bike and and really see what it's doing a a little bit more than my other stuff was so far off what he was on you know Mm -hmm. 
Um, um yeah, it's it's been good, yeah. man. Yeah, you've been you've been much improved um you know, on that end of things and yeah, that's cool to see that he helps you and and, and the team tries to help you and everything else because it's really worked well. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's it's been awesome and man, I'm really I feel lucky to to be in that spot that that Mainly that Mike Genova keeps believing me and bringing bring me back and putting me in all these good positions. Um, I just got to try to keep taking advantage of it and keep doing my thing and making some progress. Yeah, and, you know, um, keep rolling. It's we'll, we'll talk about Weston Pike later in the show a little bit, but you you're getting into that territory. You haven't podiumed a race like he has, but and I would say he was worse than you um, when he started to where you are now. But the gains of guys. The gains of guys that you know haven't been really seen but that he did and that you're doing right now. You're running fourth, fifth last week. You're feeling like you belong in there. You're starting to really get some traction, some momentum, and, and some belief, huh? Uh, that you can get up into the mix and 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 this is a cool story. Yeah, for sure. Um, man, it's been a lot of tough years grinding away. Um, and Weston, yeah, kind of has paved a good path doing it the way he he's done it. There's not many guys that that have been able to do that. You know, it's kind of like guys turn pro and they either have it or they don't. Um, yeah, yep, to be I agree. a guy that be a guy that can grind away at it and 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 really just like make themselves be one of those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't quite it doesn't come as naturally. Um, it's cool. I've I've enjoyed it as much, as hard as it's been. I've enjoyed the process of of getting here and, and, and I've learned a lot and grown a lot as a rider, as a person, everything. It's been, it's been good for me, but, um, man, I'm ready to, I'm ready to start seeing some, some real results. Like you said, be up on the podium and yeah, um, be able to win a race. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to see that. It's been a, been a long time of, uh, grinding, you know, I put in a lot of work, yeah, you know, was put in a lot of money. Um, Tony and the whole crew has put in a lot of work. My family, everything's been, been behind me for a long time. So, um, but I'm happy with it. it. Every year I'm making progress. It's sometimes it's slow progress, but it's still progress. So, um, yeah, keep it rolling. Yeah, it's uh, it's really really cool to see. You probably think back to when you first started. This is always a funny part. You think back to when you first started riding 250 class, and you were a good rider. Uh, you would get starts. You would finish in a top 10 in 250 class. But if you look at what you do now, practicing and off the bike. You probably look back and go, I wasn't doing anything, <laughs> right? Yeah, for sure. It's, yeah, not even close. Um, I actually like had a normal life at, at that point. Like I was just a normal person. <laughs> yeah. Now it's just it's twenty four seven. It it doesn't stop. Um, but I, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, it's been a learning process. So yeah, it's, it is funny to think about how 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 much different it is. Really, just how much more work I'm putting into it. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. Are you uh are you starting to get that mindset of like like screw you Sealy, screw you Wilson? Like I'm I'm right where you guys are or better. Like screw you guys. Are you starting to get that mindset? Yeah, I think I am. It's taken a long time. Sure. Um, yeah. That's tough to do, you know, if you get beat by those same guys for long enough, it's tough to turn that around. Even uh-huh. if you, you can go to the practice track and be faster or whatever, know you're faster that day on race day, it's it's tough. Um Especially guys like Chad Reed, that, that's a really tough one for me. I've been watching him a long time. And it, it, it's tough. And like last year was, I think it was almost good for me because he was obviously not himself last year. Right. I, I, I had some times where I caught him and passed him, and it feels good. It's like back of your mind, you know, it's not the real Chad Reed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of getting that mindset to 
to, that I know I can beat, beat these guys. Yeah, yeah. Brayton told me a story one time, like back in the day, he was just like, man, if I could, you know, have a career as good as Jason Thomas, just a solid privateer guy who may, makes a little bit of money every year, I'd be so stoked. And obviously, he surpassed JT, and although JT was a great racer, um, that was Brayton just going like, man, I can't. I, that's all I want. And then it was like, shit, I can do this, and I can win a super. Like, you know what I mean? Like, time yeah. to readjust your goals. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, it, the hard work once you once you get it rolling, it's. Right. It kind of it, it all kind of snowballs. Typically, um, obviously, you can have some setbacks, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it it tends to to keep rolling. I think to myself, and and Weston had this too, like uh, a few years ago. Like I think to myself, guys must be behind you. And they must be just really fucking confused because they know Vince Freeze, they know the name, they know everything, and they can't get by you. Like, they can't. And it's because you're riding so well, and they got to – it just takes a while for adjust, uh, adjustments to be made to, to these riders' head, like you said yourself. But um, I picture some of these guys you're racing with going, what the hell? This dude is, is pulling me. I can't get by him. Uh, he's riding great. Uh, um, all of that. Do you – do you feel like you're getting a bit more respect with some of the big big names of the sport and all that? Do you feel like that's happening? Yeah, I think I'm starting to, and that's kind of been been you know kind of breaking through to that next level. That's what's made it hard too. Is mm-hmm. When those guys are behind me in particular, it, it's like I'm not letting this guy beat me. Like no, no way this guy's ever going to beat me. And and you know if if I was the exact same guy going the exact same speed, but I had a number. 14 on my back and I was Cole Seeley or I was, yep. you know, Brayton or, or whatever, mm-hmm. they'd be like, all right, this guy's a little bit better than me tonight. I'm not getting by him. Yep. Whatever. You yep. know, but because it's me for, for the last year or so, it's it's like, nope, they, they put up that extra fight. You know? <laughs> kind of made it tough on me, but I, I think they're starting to realize yeah. that, that uh, I'm, you know, I, I belong there. Tomac, uh, Tomac was doing everything he could, man. You know, he got you, yeah. but he was doing everything he could. And, uh, yeah. and I'm sure he's just, you know, and I, and you know, I, I, I hear the jokes about not the jokes, but the guys being like, Oh, freeze beat us. He couldn't even be freeze. And I'm just, and I'm always saying like, dude, have you watched fans lately? Have you seen his qualifying times? Have you seen him in the race? Yeah. But that's not the same guy. And it takes a long yeah. time for perceptions to change. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I think it's, I think it's, it's working its way there. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. That's part of it. Um, Hey, so, uh, also too, so, you know, obviously you've had some controversy, uh, over the years, the Weston Pike fight and Anderson uh, d- going after you and getting DQ'd. How tough has it been to be you at times, social media-wise, with the fans, with the message boards and that stuff? And, of course, Mike Genova and Tony Alessi have had their uh, their own altercations in the past that have shaped the way people think of things and shaped the way uh, things have been said. So are there a point where you just turned off social media? Um, no, I mean, that, that, that stuff doesn't really get to me as much as what you might think. I don't okay. know. It's yep. kind of, I think at the end of the day, I still look at like, Hey, I'm getting paid to go ride a dirt bike every day. And, mm-hmm. um, that's kind of part of it. If people are going to talk crap or do whatever, it's kind of let them do that. It kind of comes with the territory, you know? Really? Um, so yeah, it hasn't bothered you that much then? Not really. Okay. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind. I think it's part of it. I think that was kind of. You know my my way of riding for a little while there, and obviously some people love it, some people hate it, and mm-hmm. they're gonna talk crap. I mean, if you go look at almost any professional athlete's page or whatever high level guy, there's people that are loving them and there's people that are hating them. And um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it is, it is what it is. So it never got to the point. I was thinking to myself sometimes you must have just been like, I can't open my phone, I can't do this. But no, 
You're all right with no, it. Yeah. No, I mean, it's not like I would go like out of my way to read all the crap. Yeah. You know? yep. But, um, yeah, it just kind of, it, it doesn't really, it doesn't really get to me too bad. I, I still get to get up in the morning, go try to get better on my dirt bike. And yeah. Um, fun, you know, and the team itself, uh, uh, you know, I've talked to these, I've talked to you privately and Brayton and Chiz and Weimer and, uh, Mike Alessi being gone from the team has, has probably changed Tony a little bit. Everybody that's works with Tony, uh, they say he'll do anything for you. He'll go to the wall for you. He'll straight up tell you what he can and can't do. And and everybody has likes him. And that whole team seems to be humming along very smoothly, very well, and changing a lot of perceptions in the pits, including yourself. Um, it's a really cool story, man. Yeah, it is. It, it's been cool. And it's, it's crazy to think I've, I've – been there, you know, almost yeah. every year now. Right, right. Been a, been a part of it, and you know, they, they've grown as a team. I've grown as a rider, and um, you know, we, we, we've kind of done it together. It's been it's been awesome. Um, and Tony, been been nice to work with. Have you seen a change in him since Mike kind of uh, you know abandoned Supercross a little bit? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I never thought Tony was was that crazy to begin with. Okay, I, he's just, <laughs> he just he's just you know dedicated to what he's doing and. Um, personally, I don't want him to change too much. I want him to be that that wide open guy that's yeah. doing everything it takes to win. You know, I want him to you know be up at four in the morning getting whatever part we might need or uh-huh. whatever you know thing. And that's just that's Tony. And I think I think if you know he beat so many people so badly for so long with you know him and Mike and amateurs and everything, it, it gets frustrating. And and that kind of goes back to what I was saying about any professional athlete is going to get have people talking crap on him and. Tony and Mike were kind of a combo that were just beating everybody so bad for so long that mm-hmm. people kind of start to hound on them. Right, know? right. Um, and, and some of it, and some of the criticisms has been deserved for different things and actions that have happened. But for the most part, it's kind of like the kid in school that gets picked on a lot. Anything you guys did out, out of the ordinary sometimes got magnified and made fun of, and this and that. And and the pits, I've said this a few times, the pits of the pro motocross can be a bit like high school, you know. Yeah, it's kind of a small little industry there, and it gets a little ridiculous at times. But um, kind of learning, learning how to how to handle it and deal with it. And um, yeah, um, it, it, was there? And you've been, how many how many years you've been riding for them? Um, I Six? started in two thousand nine. Okay, but um, so I I didn't ride for them in two thousand and thirteen. Okay. I did like a, a fill-in weekend, one weekend in 13. But, yeah, I didn't in 13. And then 14, I didn't in Supercross with SCR. I went up to Canada with him. And did that. Um, so every other year. Right, yeah, basically for, for a long time. Was there a point where with all the with all the shit that was going on and controversies and stuff that you were like, I think they're going to let me go? I think Genova might, might fire me? Is there a point? Um, did you ever get that that point? Yeah, I mean, obviously, or, or more just if my riding's not good enough. Yeah. You know, there's been so many times where there's been – like, all right, we can hire Freezy or we can hire Chad Reed, Malcolm Stewart. Um, yep. I mean, there, there's a, a long – Jake Weimer, long list of guys, you know, past champions, race winners, guys like that, that they could hire over me that mm-hmm. that they've hired me instead. So, yeah, there's been plenty of times where I'm like, I, I don't even know if I deserve this spot, you know. <laughs> and, yeah. And they, they, they keep giving me a chance, and I'm I'm really grateful for that, man. They've, they've stuck behind me through through a lot. Yeah, they they really have. They've been there. They they've always had your back. You know, Genova has supported you publicly. 
many times uh, when lots of shit was getting stirred and flown, thrown around and, and they've worked with you and they're being rewarded and, and it's a cool story. Um, good good job by Mike and Tony for, you know, hey, being like, listen, we can, we see something in Vince. We, we, we can see something. We think we can work with them, you know? Yeah. And I, yeah. I feel like it's, I'm starting to pay it off for him, but not, not really done yet. Not even close to being done yet. You know, mm-hmm. I think I got a lot more to do to, to, call it repay them for everything that they've done for me you know hope yeah. they can get them some get them some real results some podiums some wins maybe real unique contract that mike genova has with the smart top uh, bullfrog team uh very incentive based on on places in the main event brayton brayton's told me like you know he can absolutely kill it if he if he does well and make a ton of money and mike genova's not scared to you know hey pay you for how you perform um is that a motivating factor for you how is that situation for a contract yeah, um, I mean, it it can be, and it is, you know, um, at times. Like if, if I don't know how to put that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely is, and it's okay. You, you, we're doing this to make money, you know. It's, yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, you want to make money, but I'm kind of at the point right now where it's it's just strictly about getting myself better and 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 being better, and and whatever position I get, it is what it is, and I get paid what mm-hmm. I get paid. But he is he is really generous with the bonus and. And he does it. He does it the right way. You know, we have to we have to work for yeah. what we're getting, and and I'm cool with that. And um, kind of think it's the way it should be. So yeah, it's it's definitely unique. And and you know, the guys that have written for him have, have enjoyed it, and it's been paid well when you when you do well. You know, um, yeah. you mentioned earlier uh, changing your riding a little bit, or you said you said something about like the ride the way I used to do. Now, obviously. Uh, a lot of your critics back in the day said you cross jumped them. You were very aggressive, which has happened, you know, for a lot of racers. Not always, um, not always the cleanest guy, but also everything you did was magnified, even if it was a normal pass. You know what I mean? Um, did you feel crucified a little bit back in a few day, few years ago? Did you feel like I can't do anything right? And and and, and how much does that affect you now? Coming up on a guy and, and you think about your past and you're like, look, I can't even do anything because everyone's going to freak out. Yeah, I mean, it might have affected me a little bit back then, but I kind of, I kind of knew like I deserved a lot of the criticism. <laughs> okay, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I, obviously, you know, people went over the top with it. They're like, he's trying to hurt somebody, whatever. Like, I never would want to hurt any one of those guys. You know, it's it's more like I just wasn't fast enough to get the result that I wanted to get, mm-hmm. and by riding a little bit aggressive, I could get that result. You know, and it's it's kind of that that simple. Like it had been like this weekend if I was in that heat started second behind Brayton and I was going two seconds a lot slower than what I was, which would have been my speed seven or eight years ago. Sure. Yep. It's going to come down to the last turn. One of those guys passed me for the last spot or the last lap getting past the last transfer spot. Like I'm not going to just let you go by, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I outstarted them every weekend so that, you know, it just, it gets frustrating for those guys after a while. Um, and I can kind of see it now. There's times where there's guys I'm faster than that I need by and, you know, it kind of rolls reverse, but um, I think now I just have the speed. I'll still get aggressive if I have to, but yep. I haven't had to, you know, lately. My speed's been better, and I've been able to put myself where I want to be with just that, you know. Um, but, yeah, I've kind of tried to go a little bit out of my way to be yeah. a, little, a little easier on guys.
Racetech.com. Vince has used Racetech before. Uh, we want to thank the folks at Racetech.com for uh, coming on this show and putting a commercial in there. Use the code PULP19 to save at Racetech. Whether it's Ben LeMay, whether it's the Gas Monkey AJE team of Blos, Merriman, and Starling, Racetech.com has got you covered. And thanks to those guys for coming on board. Suspension, motors, much more. All right, back to the podcast. Yeah, dude, I... I uh that's funny that you say you come up on guys sometimes. And they remind you of you back in the day. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. Sure. You're like, you're like, bro, I'm better than you. Let me buy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's part of it. it yeah. That's, that's racing. Why we're racing and not doing time trials or lap times or whatever, you know, get to line them up and race. It's funny that people discount a good starter. You know what I mean? Like that's part of the skill. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was the, What's been the worst part for you uh, in your career? When, was it the Pike stuff? Was that when it got when it peaked out, or was it the Anderson thing, or even the Butler brothers thing? Like, was there a point where you were like, I, I don't know if I can do this anymore. I don't know if I can go to the races. I, I don't know if I if I can make a career out of this. Was there a? I don't want to say a dark moment because that's maybe too dramatic, but you know what I mean. Was there something that was gnarly yeah, for you? No, I think honestly, any of that has just been stuff that's made me think like that's it all the more reason why I got to go show all these people that I can, can do this. I can beat all these guys, you know, um, st- like, like the Anderson thing, like that was just him. Yeah. And he's so much better than me that like, I didn't do anything wrong no. in that situation. It was just nope. like, you know, it'd be like if I was about to podium my first ever race and Alex Ray got in my way and jacked me up, I'd be pissed. I'd want to punch him in the head, you know? And, but if it was Muskin that messed me up, it'd be like, Oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So it was just him thinking he's better than me. And, I don't let that get me down, you know. I I just kind of more more reason to go prove to him that that I can I can be up there with him, you know. Yeah, yeah. It uh, yeah. That that in that incident, and we we had a lot of arguments on our dumb pulp shows about that. Like I'm just like, there's yeah. nothing wrong with you that. You always have my back on that one. Well, yeah, I, I did. I mean, sometimes I've been like, that's a dumb move by Vince, but other t- that, in that instance, it's like there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Anderson just got punked a little bit and was mad at who it was, you know. Yeah. But the, sure. the but the Pike thing. I thought you were out of line on that. I really did. I don't think you deserve yeah. to have to have somebody rain down blows yeah. on you, but I think you were out yeah. of line. Yeah, for sure. And that was exactly the situation I was explaining. I, I just didn't have enough speed. And, yep. and there was, a, you know, whatever. There's, you know, the top four or five make it, and I'm in fourth or fifth. And, like, like you see on the pit board, all right, you can't let any more guys go by. A guy goes by, and, like, you got to either get him back, take him down, do something to get, you know, make sure you get that transfer spot. Mm-hmm. And, it, it's not the the best way to go about it, but it's uh, it's, it's one way to one way to do it, and that's kind of my only uh, that was the only thing I had at the time. Yeah, didn't didn't have the speed. Right. Um, what's been the most improved? Where have you felt the the, the best as a rider in, in your skills? What has improved the most? You think? I mean, we, we touched on whoops. Is that it? I mean, I do remember you and Mike struggling in whoops at Anaheim a few years ago. But where do you think you've really improved at? Yeah, I mean, the whoops have been a big part of it. I've gotten a lot better in them. Um, it's kind of just been everything, man. It, it, it's hard to pick out one spot. I've always been pretty good in the turns, but it's just been a little bit of everything. Confidence all the way around the track really just adds up. Um, have you always yeah. been a good starter? Have you always been a good starter? I have, yeah. Yeah. Like, pretty much since, since many bikes, I've always just been good at starts. I've been I've been good in the turns. and. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's just I, I maybe don't, I don't slow quite as good as some of the guys through the rhythms. You know, keep the bike as low and yeah. and, and stuff like that, and the whoops. And and I've I've come a long way with that. You know, um, bike set up a little bit and whoops, confidence uh-huh. a little bit and whoops and rhythms and everything. Yeah, I've just kind of slowly chipped away at it. 
what uh, what is the secret to your starts, man? What do you do? What is it? Uh, I work really hard at them. We got okay. those guys out there. Like I think we were at, we've been at the Honda track one day doing them from sun up to sundown, pretty much. Like you know, yep. testing different maps and and whole shot button heights and and clutch packages and engine packages stuff like that it's you know we, we work hard at it tony's there he, he's he got a good site for it um and i think just like kind of like some guys like are wired to to scrub good or, or stay low in rhythm whatever i'm wired to to mm-hmm. get a good start you know and my reaction's quick whatever it is it's i'm good at it and then i got a good good crew and group of guys behind me making my bike really good at it too it was amazing you were teammates with perhaps one of the only riders that was ever a better starter than you the 800 yeah, yeah, and I, I did. I learned a lot from him too. And did you? Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's kind of like learning from JB and the Whoops, you know, and yeah, yeah. Them out in the rhythms and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, interesting to uh, to talk to you a little bit here. Uh, Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by Maxis and Alpine Stars. Of course, you were Fly Racing. I couldn't believe that Fly Racing sponsored you after all sort of the Jason Thomas stuff and all of that when you showed up in Fly. I'm like, what the hell? But the axe has been buried. The the, the beef has been buried. Fly was uh, cool enough to step up and, and get you some gear, and, and you're looking good, of course, in it. But uh, I got to admit, I was surprised, Vince. Yeah. No, I love the Fly stuff, man. It, it looks so good and fits good and all that. And um, I know people probably think I'm just saying that because that's what I'm paid to say, but it really is awesome stuff. And I thought this weekend it looked pretty good, me and JB, with the, the all-red fly stuff. Yep. You know, one and two in the heat for a little bit. And, um, yeah, I'm pumped to be wearing it. Hey, have you ever had anybody in the autograph lines ever say shit to you or get you going or anything? Or um, Every now and then. It, every really, now and then, huh? One yeah. One comes through. Uh, um, it's pretty rare. It's kind of fun. My, Michael Essie, whenever they'd come through, he'd, like, he'd make sure he'd chase them down and, like, teach them a lesson every time. Like, give them a like talk to him and really always like he like he, he would like he had a good way of going about it that like like if like whatever you want to call it heckler kind of person came through by the time they left they'd be like all right i'm now a michael Lessie fan like you yeah you, know, you really told me that a good way like so yeah it's it kind of funny they, i don't think in the last year or so it's yeah yeah but, yeah i've got some times of it yeah oh, that's funny he'd be like hey man let's talk like what's your problem yeah like, and, he, and, he, and yeah <laughs> but every, like i think it happened a few times and by the first time the person left they're like a new michael essie fan <laughs> like, that's the right way to do it yeah yeah how funny is that right good job by mike for doing that though um Dude, when you race in Canada, I saw some videos with you when you and Kevin Benoit were going at it. And of course, Benoit's brother lost his mind. There was you and him going at it. You had to be scared for your life leaving Quebec. That was a scary one. Yeah, <laughs> not even, on the track was whatever. I mean, they were throwing right. stuff at me, water and rocks and crap, and they're running out on the track. But then off the track, it was like an angry mob, and they don't speak English. And holy yeah, smokes it was dude. crazy it was a little scary we had to i stayed in the truck for a little while until most of the fans cleared out and tended out of there in the rental car <laughs> wow crazy. yeah that was that was nuts people people need to see and hear about that story and everything holy smokes benoit's yeah, brother took cool. off on the parade lap right and took you out and holy shit <laughs> yeah yeah he was basically a lap down we'd lapped him a couple times also in the race and he wiped me out uh, wow! I was so yeah, it was kind of crazy. Uh, did you enjoy racing up there? How'd you like it? Yeah, I did. Um, it was fun, especially that summer. It was really cool. Uh-huh. Uh, me and Mike, and you know, he was he was winning a lot in the 450 class. I was winning a lot in the 250 class, and yeah, we were having a lot of fun. Genova was was there most of the weekends, and 
he was kind of making it fun for us. We were making good money. and Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. It was good. I went back, and it was a little more stressful, and the program wasn't quite as top-notch as, as the Moto Concepts one. And oh. so that was, that the time I went back wasn't as enjoyable. But, yeah. Um, yeah, when I was up there with, with this team, it was great. Um, you were there the the contract day in Regina. Tony wanted me to sign the contract. I was there. I, I watched it get written. Yeah. And you were you were probably like, I don't know what's going on right here, but I don't want to be here right now. Yeah, yeah. Good times. Who can believe I'm allowed in your truck, Vince? Yeah, I know. Right? Oh. I mean, it, yeah, good times. Um, We've come a long way. We have. We have come a long way. Um, uh, a couple more things before we wrap it up here uh, on the show. Um. So going forward from here, what do you think of the Triple Crown this weekend? Are you? I mean, obviously, it's gonna be, it's gonna, it should look like it's going to be soft and ruddy and all that, but never mind that. What do you think of this format? It, it suits a guy like you. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Um, Want to kind of make sure I keep it keep it reined in a little bit. Last year, I was I was kind of hyped up for it too, and I was actually riding really good, mm-hmm. practicing everything. And I whole shotted one of the motos and fell down, and I think I had three crashes that night last year. So yeah, want to kind of try to keep it on two wheels and stay consistent but at the same time i feel like i i can i can stay up front for for 12 minutes you know this weekend i was fifth until about halfway which is going to be about how long one of these races is so yep try to get my good starts and 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 be consistent up there for those three races i'm i'm looking forward to it do you like the change to 312s as opposed to the different lengths they had last year yeah, I didn't like the different lengths. I still think three twelves is a little much. Okay, um, that's a lot of that's a lot of main event. You know, if you think about it, it's it's a long time. I think maybe three tens would be good. Right. But um, yeah, it is what it is. We we'll go do it. A uh, couple extra. I know I, my fitness is good, so it's not that. It's just kind of a lot of extra racing we're not really getting paid anything extra to do all the extra laps but yeah i've uh, i've heard that from a few of you riders you know like hey man we're not making any extra money and you guys are using us for three starts and more time on the yeah. track you know exactly and i mean nobody came to us and asked us what we thought and or right. at least they didn't me yeah. you know asked what i thought how many laps and you know gave me an opportunity to say hey are you gonna pay us anymore if we're gonna do extra racing or how is that gonna work but yeah um, um do yeah. you do you ever see yourself racing motocross again? Like uh, obviously your team doesn't do it. Um, we talked about going to Canadian Nationals. You've raced Nationals before. Like, do you ever see yourself doing that, or do you want to do that, or or what's the what's the plan there? What do you do all summer, Vince Freeze? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if the money was right, I would go do it. But I'm not going to go spend two or three grand a weekend to bring home seven hundred bucks. You know, um, unfortunately, that's kind of been my option the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, I make I make a bunch of money. I make good money all, all winter long. And what's the point in going spending money to just beat myself into the ground in the summer when I could just rest up and yeah, make sure I'm I'm you know replenished and ready to go for the next Supercross season. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So, do you do anything? Do you just literally hang out? Do you take a couple months off like Brayton and then yeah, get your yeah. So I yeah. did like this summer. It took probably call it two months of just kind of hanging out. You know, just just enjoyed it. We went on vacation and. Um, you know, I was at the beach a lot, did a little surfing, stuff like that, road biking. And then, uh, and then we kind of get into like our base training program and start trying to do everything. Cause it it takes a long time man, to get yourself really prepared and to do it the right way is kind of big phases of, of doing psych, different types of cycling and weight training and stuff like that, that I think you need to, to be fit. And, Uh um, yeah, I got to go through all that and take my time with it. And, um, 
That, I enjoyed that. That's a good program, dude. If you're making enough money to chill out and have some downtime and live like a real person for a little bit, that's a nice program. It's not Brayton's program. He's got the ultimate program, but uh, yeah. but but you're, yeah. that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not bad at all. Um, I enjoy it. I Man, I would love to go race the outdoors. I almost think my riding style would suit outdoors a little bit better. You know, I feel like I could go do really well mm-hmm. if I was prepared and and, and yeah, yeah. had the, the right bike and stuff, but. Um, I don't know. I mean, if, if it comes along, I, I rode a lot outdoors over the summer too. I kind of, you know, me and Tony and he had a couple of amateur kids. We did a bunch of outdoors riding, you mm-hmm. know, as we were, before we started in Supercross, I think it was like August time oh, yeah. before the red is something like that. So, uh-huh. um, and I know my speed's good, you know, obviously we're, we're at the Southern California tracks. Everybody's got their stopwatches out. We know what we're all doing. I know my speed's good enough and fitness is good enough. I could go do really well in, in the outdoors, but, um, yeah, I'm not going to go lose money doing it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Really hurts the national number, though, bro. Yeah, that's uh, just a number. <laughs> that's just a number. I like, I like the attitude. Ah, you got to go to Europe uh, this past off season. I saw you in Geneva. I saw you in uh, in Paris. You rode very well there again, um, and no doubt enjoyed making the money and everything else. And you seem to really enjoy it. Like you would, you love the experience. You love the fact you got some gate drops. Uh, um, yeah, man, you you really uh, adapted over there well. Yeah, it was awesome. I've I've been over and I've done like some German races and stuff like that. And yeah, but dude, those I, are I, those I, are those yeah. are those don't even count compared to what you were. Yeah, doing. so that was kind of <laughs> it. I was, like I finally got to go do it right. You know, I yep. brought my mechanic. We brought almost my whole bike. You know, every you know every all the necessities on the bike. And so I was over there. I was really comfortable. Had you know had my guys with me. Tony even came to Paris and and Genova also. And yeah, just felt comfortable. And yeah, I did enjoy it. I was I was ready. You know, I had those couple months off, like I said, and I was prepared and um yeah it was fun um do it again for sure how often do you get back home to missouri man i don't no my mom's probably listening to this thinking you need to come home (laughs) (laughs) yeah i get i they're always begging me to come back and it's hard i i I think last year before st louis i went for one week and it's hard not to ride supercross for a week and try to go back out there you know yeah um Um, i'm the same way my mom wants me to canada a lot more than i ever yeah, yeah. I am. Do you go often? No, no, not at all. No. I, need to, I need to go a lot. Yeah. yeah, she would love it if I went yeah. a lot more, right? I'm just yeah. I'm busy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, no, hey, I, this doesn't mean anything, but I don't remember you as an amateur. That doesn't mean anything because I don't follow amateurs that much. But who was in your class of guys? Like, who did you come up with? Um, it was 2000, like 2008. It was the last year. So 2007, 8, like Blake Wharton, um, like um, Larson. Um, oh, P.J. So like Larson, yeah. Stroop and Izzy were like the year right before me. Okay. So I raced them a lot, but then I kind of stayed back in like B class next year. They went A and then pro, and then I went A pro. Uh, so like I should have been in that group, you know. Yeah. Um, man, I'm trying to think. There was, there was a lot of good guys that I'm not that I'm not aren't right. coming to mind right now that kicked my butt. You know, LeMay, I know I raced a lot. Um yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm definitely forgetting four or five like like names of, yeah. of guys that I raced that last year. But. Isn't isn't it funny though? Like at the time, it's the biggest thing in the world, and now in 2000, oh, yeah, 2019, no, you're like, yeah, whatever, what right? Yeah, don't even know what happened. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, pretty funny. Uh, all right, that man. Have known how that was going to go. Yeah. But. <laughs> uh, hey, thanks for the thanks for the steak dinner in Geneva. By the way, I should, I've been told about. Yeah, no worries. Vince Free stepped up and bought us, bought me and the mechanics all dinner in a nice place in Geneva. We stayed back an extra day. It was fantastic. 
So yeah, uh, how was that flight home for you? Uh, it was great, man. I just nice. first class, yeah. so you know. Um, Extra day. <laughs> uh, that's why I'm doing this podcast. I'm just doing it to pay back that steak. No, I'm kidding. Pay, pay back for your first class. Yeah. Ticket. No, listen, I, you've been riding well, man. You deserve the publicity and, and all that other stuff that happened. Some of it was was bad. Some of it you had nothing to do with. Um, but you know, the last couple of years, you've been absolutely riding great, and you deserve all the credit you you can get this weekend fifth place for a long time and and doing fine like no problem on that um holding it you know so uh yeah man i just thought i would give you a call and, and talk to you a little bit so steak dinner or not you deserve this podcast so yeah right on i appreciate it all right cool man thanks for uh, doing the fly racing race rex podcast we'll see you this weekend in uh and yeah. vince thanks man see you there too thanks for listening to the fly racing steve mathis show Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck because that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and McGill was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't been there. The Hurricane, Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home. And once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, like being a dead horse, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled fifth and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. Been no problem. My my ego got in the way, you know. The O Show, Johnny Omar. Stuff that you could you sit there, you didn't even want to ride it. You just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days and the months and the years.